map. The Ken Pittman Show on 1420 WPSM. All right. So Brockton High School's experiment with an outsider was short-lived. Did I not? Oh, yeah. Channel 3 is off. Um, Wiggins. Jermaine Wiggins, the Brockton High School coach. For, of course, the former tight end for the New England Patriots. Uh, graduate of East Boston High School. Had a terrific game. In that snow game in the playoffs in 2001 against the Raiders, had some terrific catches, much needed uh, yardage, first downs. He he really was a big part of that win that got Adam Vinatieri that epic, uh, famous field goal. Uh -huh. But he's not a Brocktonian, and they found a way to get rid of him. I'm very unhappy about this. That's because you're from Brockton. Well, I, I was of the... The camp that let's give him a try. If he they can, gave him a, they gave him a year, and it didn't work out in terms of wins and losses. And I loved his answer when he was asked what the first job is. Now in Brockton, you have a responsibility to win games. That's not what his answer was. His answer was to mold these guys into good men. A lot of them, he said, a lot of them don't have good role models at home or anywhere. And I would like, I would like to have that opportunity to let them know that there's more to life than what they're seeing out there. And uh, on the streets of Brockton. Fired. Gone. Yep. I mean, job one is the football team in Brockton. I, I get it. But Brockton isn't what Brockton was in football. Um, demographics are different. I think I talked about this on the air. My freshman year, 19... What was my freshman year? Let me think. 1979. There was like 130 kids that tried out for baseball. And the coach at the time turned out to be the AD in Brockton, Tom Pileski. He just ran you and ran you and ran you and ran you. He wanted to see who was going to stick it out, right? He wanted to see who's, who really wants this. That's one way to thin the herd out. Uh, four years ago, I became aware of a new number of freshman tryouts for baseball. Eleven. Wow, big difference. Demographics have changed in Brockton. Mm -hmm. You've got a lot of um, Cape Verdean a lot of uh, Haitians. Now, soccer is thriving in Brockton, right? They're incredible. Baseball, football, there's, there's the casualties of the demographics. They're just not interested in the same sports that, that the, the last generations were in that city. Um, so I don't know who can really turn it around, but I, I thought, well, I would gauge his success first on whether or not he can stop the exodus of some of the better players from the city of Brockton from, and keep them from going to the Catholic League, the, the Catholic schools. Here we go again. Yeah. You, you're fighting the private schools and the, and the Catholic yeah. schools. Yeah. I mean, because you know what? Um, Everett was able to do it, right? Because they have a great Pop Warner program. Everett became the new Brockton. I mean, they, the, the public school with perennial success on the Division One scale. And I don't see why Brockton can't do it. But he, I thought he had as good a shot as anybody at doing it. Um, you know, this guy knows how to train players. He knows how to design plays. He knows a lot about football. And I, and it, I don't know if you've ever listened so to him. I really know, like him. You know what? Well, I, I listen to him on the radio, if that's what you mean. Yes. Yeah, he's a very likable guy. Seems to be. Yeah. But I, I would I would caution, again, 
great players don't necessarily make good coaches. Right. right. Michael Jordan can't teach how to be Michael Jordan. I get I get that. Yeah. Well, so Jermaine may not be able to take what he knows as a professional football player and articulate it well as a coach. True, but he does know how to train as a football player. He knows how to train other players as a football. He's been around it long enough where you should he should be expected to at least put on a competent football team on the field. What was your record this past season? Not good. Um, it wasn't playoffs. It was. They only had two wins, didn't they? No, they had one, two. I think they had. F- I don't know. I, think I, don't, they had four. I don't know what they. I have. mean, I could say uh, two wins. They probably beat New Bedford and and Durfee. Durfee. Well, you just slot Durfee as a win, if, even if yeah. you have nine players. <laughs> I'm sorry, but <laughs> <laughs> it's just. Uh, I'm sorry over there, but that's just how it goes. Uh, Record in 2023 for Brockton. Um, no, they didn't. It wasn't completely bad, but they were three and eight. Wasn't completely bad. Three Two and eight. one in the Southeast League, right? So, so <laughs> New Bedford. <laughs> New Bedford lose to New Bedford and Durfee out of the two wins. Oh, Bridgewater Raynham beat them twenty-two to seven. Bridgewater Raynham, terrible coaching over there. So if you can't beat Bridgewater Random, this you know, come on, then that should be a good program. But the, the coaching is just abysmal. Bridgewater Random beat Brockton. Yeah, but they did, and the, they've got the terrible coaching over there. Yeah. And what is well, that saying about Mr. Wiggins? Well, well, he didn't turn it around in one season. Okay, that's what it's saying. You uh, know? But that happens a lot. Yeah, I mean, maybe not in high school sports. That that, that is a little odd. Belichick's first year here wasn't all that great. No, it second wasn't. year was Super Bowl win. So are you thinking that if they kept Jermaine around, that they would have at least been a playoff team? No, I'm thinking they should have given him a longer chance. But but let's talk about why he, he left. Because the union filed a grievance in the courts that the job was not posted. And so they wanted that whole thing scrapped, the Jermaine Wiggins thing scrapped, and they wanted an opportunity for other people to apply. Makes sense. Well, yeah, that right? does it's make a sense. job, right? I mean, it's water under the bridge. You got to... So... Well, what did so did Jermaine get fired? No, he resigned. He resigned. He could run for the position again. Yeah, he can apply for it again. Yeah, I, I don't know what his what his position is on that matter. I I don't think um, he appreciated the way it was done. I think because I know a lot of the football insiders in, in Brockton, and they wanted a Brockton insider with, to have that job. They felt somebody was more deserving than Jermaine Wiggins. How did Jermaine Wiggins get the job? I don't really know. I mean, I I gotta say, but it was if he posted. applies, you you gotta entertain the idea. I mean, this is a, a New England Patriot, a, a guy who, um, I guess there are a lot of New England Patriots that could apply for the job. Yeah, a lot, a lot of them. Former, I don't know. I doubt it. You see, you don't see a lot of that. I mean, uh, what's I'm trying to think of Joe's name. I, I, I had a one of my, my my sound guys for the band. His stepson Joe was a New York Jets linebacker. He was Milford's coach for a couple of years. Um, Milford has a pretty but, good program. Yeah. It's not a Division One no. program. I think it's two, isn't it? I, I would think not, but... Um, but anyway, so Wiggins is I would out. Think, I would think that it would be in a lower division than Framingham. Milford. Oh, yeah, but Framingham has a pretty sizable population. Base State so, League, it's got to be two or three. Huh. Um, the Boston Herald reporting on Wiggins saying that he, uh, the Wiggins era at Brockton High lasted less than a year. 
In the spring, Brockton hired Wiggins to replace Peter Colombo as the football coach. This fall, in Wiggins' only season, they went 3-8, and eight, which included a 1-5 and five start. So he was probably gone by that time. Um, well, they got embarrassed a few times, too. And so you're wondering why this guy is gone. In one season? Well, they, they finished 2-3 and three in their last five games, though. Okay. Word leaked out uh, that Wiggins had stepped down. Um, Wiggins denied the rumors. And then uh, Brockton Athletic Director Kevin Cairo, I don't know him, said all the inquiry, inquiries regarding Wiggins were being handled by the school's communications department. So that tells you. Wait a minute. Wiggins resigned. That's what you said. But he denies resigning? At the time, a local schoolboy star at East Boston High played his college football at Marshall and Georgia. Went on to become a tight end for the New England Patriots. Um, zero coaching experience. Was hired late in the process and started a lineup that was heavy on underclassmen. Even with the young team, it was somewhat unexpected that the team struggled the way it did. Not a lot of word on why he resigned, but it had to do with the union grievance in court. Who wrote the story? Harold. No, I know, but yeah, who's the who's reporter? The uh, Jermaine Wiggins' mother. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Danny Ventura. Okay. So it's not Casey's husband. Casey? Casey. Our Casey? Oh, no. Her, what is, her husband, write? at least the last I knew he was writing for No kidding. Book. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, I did radio up there. I didn't know that her husband was up there. At the time, they weren't married and... He, he was not up there then. Good morning, caller. Yes, good morning. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. Um, I heard what you said today, and I also heard you say the same thing last week, and I've been looking it up. So I don't know where you're seeing it. Maybe you can tell me that the illegals coming through the border, the radio says they're not getting $5,000. So where, where could I see uh, that? That was a... a Sheriff from Arizona, who's running for Senate, stated that he knows it's happening. I don't. I don't really know where he got it. And f- well, in, go ahead. I'm sorry. I went. I went into a couple of different websites. One is called Politifact. Yeah. And it says no. The, the illegal immigrants that are coming through the border are not getting uh, funded with five thousand dollars. And then I went to another site. I don't remember where it was, but I have been searching it since I heard you say it last week. And I don't, I'm not finding it. I'm not finding it anywhere. Why wouldn't it be out there? Well, he made the statement. I just said it was being reported. But if that is true, and PolitiFact has buried a few things, so I'm not 100% certain about that. Okay. So Um, is it Joe? Sheriff Joe or... No, no, he's not the sheriff anymore. They get rid of him. Who's the guy that's running for Senate? Uh, I already forget his name, but I'll tell you right now. That's all right. I'll listen. I'll hang up and listen. Thank you. You bet. Yeah. Um... Who was his name? Did I skip it? It does say that it does not appear to be a program in the United States that provides $5,000 gift cards to undocumented immigrants. According to a U.S. Customs and Border Protection spokesman, no gift cards have been received from the agency. According to a right-wing newspaper, the Epoch Times, Lamb learned of the alleged gift card exchange from close sources at the border. And told the publication he was in complete shock. The old shock. sources yeah. at the border. Unnamed borders, yeah. I don't, uh, Epic Times, I, 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 again. I know I know of them. I'm glad they're conservative, but I got to tell you, conservative media 
is alternative media in, in many cases, and they're not a, they're not trained journalist professionals. Unfortunately, you can't trust the trained journalist professionals <laughs> as uh, Who much do you much trust, more. Ken? I know it's a battle for truth. Um, but but a guy running for Senate the down there, a, a sheriff, uh, a guy running for sheriff, uh, a sheriff running for Senate, um, Mark Lamb, made the announcement last week. Well, uh, he probably found out from somebody else. So his his. Who, who do you trust? But, well, to I'm be honest, I don't live in Arizona. To be honest, and I'm glad the caller made the, the clarification because it's important to get it right. But you know, if you're running for Senate, you better have proof, right? Just like um, I, I said about Robert Kennedy, you know, when he said the CIA murdered his uncle, his uncle and his father. Now, I don't necessarily disagree, but you got to be able to prove it. Mm -hmm. I would agree. If you're if you're running as, if you're that, running yeah. as a candidate for the president of the United States, you got to have. The, the stuff behind what you're saying. Maybe, Unless you're Joe maybe, Biden. Maybe it's got it in the dossier somewhere. Unless you're Joe Biden. They don't, hold, they don't really care what he does. But um, Joe's holding his own. Well. His own cane. I could go in a number of ways with that. But <laughs> I'm, I, Joe is, um, to you, honest, does anybody out there listening honestly think he can be an effective president for the next five years? I'm having a problem thinking that he's an effective president right now. Mm -hmm. Never mind the next five years. Right. But I got to tell you, I'm looking at the pipeline and I'm not seeing anything any better or any worse. Yeah, well, the, the bench is thin. It seems like the bench is thin on the Democratic side. Uh, I, I don't know. On Although both I sides. think Senator Shapiro in Pennsylvania, I think, has a future. Who? Senator Shapiro, he's a Pennsylvania senator. Um, he's a moderate Democrat. I don't know that he, the the direction What's a moderate of, Democrat. Well, somebody that is palatable to Republican voters or, or independent voters. But I don't know that they got, they'll give him a, sh a shot. Is he running? Uh, I, um, no. Okay. No, I just think that he is somebody that's on my radar as I look around for Democratic future candidates. Um, but I don't. Th I think the the. The, the party is, it, it's held by the far left right now. And so I don't know that they even give him a shot. Well, it's, it's held by the far left, but the far left isn't in, in power. It's, they, they've got numbers, but they're not in power. Yeah, I wouldn't call Joe Biden far left. Oh, no, he's much further to the left than I imagined he would go. Well, and, 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 and his allies pandering. are saying it. What? He's, he's pandering. Because? Because he knows where his... He knows where the bread is buttered. He's pandering because the left has some leverage. Yeah, they've got the they've got the numbers. Yeah, yeah. Five zero eight nine nine six. I don't know that they've got the power. Oh, five hundred. Good morning. You're on the air. Hey, good morning, Ken. Good morning, Ryan. Good morning, Ryan. Hello. Good morning to you. Good morning. Hey, so so in a nutshell, that call that called up a little while ago, you know, basically wanted to get you over a barrel about, hey, you said they getting five thousand dollar gift cards as they come over the border. And I could hear it in his tone. He wanted to basically call you out on it. That being said, That's fine. potato, potato. They're coming over here, getting free room and board, probably in line for their medical needs. They're getting free EBT cards. Sounds to me like five grand and add up pretty quick, right? Yeah, so that particular program. But, but, you know, I reported that a senatorial candidate stated it as sheriff down in Arizona. So I never read it myself. I stated that he said it. But... Um, it, it's important to get it right. It's definitely important to get it right. No, I, and I hear you, Ken, but point is this, that so, you know, put it in one hand and spend it somewhere or put it in the other hand and spend it somewhere else. 
We're still funding this as taxpayers. When's well, the last time you got anything for free, Ken, from the government? Well, I'll tell you what. You don't. I'll tell you what. Their, their child in school for a half a year is good 15 grand. Thanks for the call. Thank you. Like 19 degrees. I, I, I picked up Marty from uh, the airport last night. I left. I left. I left work yesterday at like 12:30, and I I got in my car to leave work, and it was 21. I said um, 21. Yeah, it was. Yeah, 19 by the time we got home. And I said I see a lot of people acting like it's not Christmas season, just less goodwill this time of year, like you might have seen in years past. It came to mind while in traffic at the airport. It was like prison rules driving. You know, Christmas weekend on a Friday, people coming into town, leaving, whatever. It was a mob scene. What, what airport did you go to? Logan. Yeah. Logan. I, I went um, I went uh, Wednesday night to, to TF Green to pick somebody up. Much better. And it was like there was four lanes where the arrivals were, and I was all the way to the left, and nobody was letting anybody in to get to the right side where, like, the passengers were coming out of the doors. You know, when you go through the Ted Williams Tunnel and, and you have to veer right into the airport, mm-hmm. it started there. And I had to go to Terminal C. Wow. Yeah, it was Oof. crazy. And, you know, if, and then four lanes turns to three to two to one, and it was just people being... You have to be for, all for yourself in that situation. How How was the traffic going up there, though, Ken? Um, not bad at all. Like, because... Because you know the situation in uh, in Providence that uh, the Washington Bridge on the westbound side is shut down, and they did they put two lanes going west on the eastbound side. Well, I left I left my home last night around I think it was nine twenty eight, and I was I was in the Ted Williams Tunnel by ten ten eighteen. Wow. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. Like Wednesday, I left. I left. I left work at like nine nine thirty at night. Mm-hmm. Uh, my friend's flight came in at like like ten thirty. She got in at like ten ten fifteen. Yeah, I was like, so I was I was the one running late compared to her. 
I thought she was coming in at 10.30, so I was like, oh, I'll have time well, to get this, sit, people, people, sit there. People typically call when the plane starts taxiing towards the, the terminal. That's when they start making their phone calls. They pick up, they, you know, they open their phones and start calling people, all right, I'm here. And that still means another, you know, 20 minutes at least. Yeah, she, she texted me at like 10.05, like and she mm -hmm. was like, we just landed. I'm like, I'm still on the highway. Yeah, which is fine, yeah. honestly, because it, it still it still takes a few minutes to taxi into the terminal for people to... I don't know why people in row 24 stand up uh, as soon as the plane stops. Like it, I was, You're, you're going to stand around for a long time. I just stay seated. What's when, the point? When I got that text message at 10.05, I was still going through Providence, Ken. I wasn't even at the TF Greta exit yet. So she might have waited 10 minutes, right? Yeah. No, no. I got... Like, I had to circle, like... Three or four times to, to like pick her up, but I was like, whatever. <laughs> She's like, I, I'd rather be late than. Yeah. Good morning, caller. Hey, how you doing? Good. Sure. How about you? So did you drive? Because I drove into Logan uh, at uh, twelve thirty last night uh, to pick up my daughter uh, coming in from Minnesota, and uh, I as I left, it, it was terrible. It, it was really packed. Uh, that late? Wow. Yeah, at twelve thirty, yeah, I didn't get home to two, or two over two o'clock. Wow. So we're coming down twenty four. The state police had twenty four entirely shut down, and they were taking people off the highway. They had blocked it, and they were you were taking the exit uh, uh, right uh, maybe two exits prior to the Jordan's Furniture area. That area. There's only there's only one exit prior to the Jordan's Furniture one. Uh, that's okay. Route one thirty nine in Randolph. That's right. That's they they took us off there. And they were sending, uh, uh, because there must have been a horrific accident or something. And I was just curious, did you guys hear about anything? I, I uh, haven't got any word, but I'll tell you, last night on Route 24, I think I saw seven different state troopers, and they were all pulling over dark sedans um, between, between like, 106 and the top of 24. Uh, there was a lot of activity. I don't know if it's connected to what you're talking about. It was much later, of course. Uh, you're talking, I, I, I got through there. Around uh, eleven fifteen, I think I was through um, where you're talking about. But uh, yes. there was a lot of activity, but it wasn't shut down. Yeah, I noticed that too. Uh, on the way up there, they had pulled over uh, easily. We counted four to five state cops had pulled over cars, and I didn't at that time. I wasn't as uh, perceptive as you were about the types of cars they were pulling over. Uh, but uh, now it comes to mind. Yeah, you're right. There were all dark sedans um, that they were pulling over. And but like I said, they 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 had the whole highway shut down. That's the southbound side of 24, and and we had to drive through the back roads to, oh. to get back onto the highway. Oh. Um, How far did you have to go? Yeah. Like uh, through? Um, so would you go 138 south? Yeah, something like that. I, uh, we just plugged it into the GPS and uh, off we went. So uh, the best I would say, if you have to get over 139, the best way to go would be to go west into Stoughton. And take 138, which parallels 24, and uh, and yeah. you can grab any any of the exits. But by, by that, after that, it didn't it didn't stop us that long. But it probably took you know 20 minutes off uh, time. But we waited in traffic getting into Logan at 12:30. I mean, we were like 12. That plane, um, yeah, about 12:30. We were there for about 40 minutes waiting just to get into. And we, I was going to see as well. Uh, terminal C uh, 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 arrivals. JetBlue. 
JetBlue, yeah, that's where that's where I was picking up my daughter from uh, JetBlue flight. And I'll tell you what, what terrible traffic it was, you know. I, I um, think if I if I can help it, I'd rather stay on just two mainstream airlines. Uh, um, JetBlue and Delta are my favorite. And after that, I, I kind of disappointed if I ended up on another flight. Yeah, well, uh, with that, uh, with that, Ken, I'm going to let you go. Merry and Christmas to you and your family. And Thank you. Happy New Year to you. Bye bye. Wow, that was so. It was mobbed even much later than I was. Ken, when like, I was there, the last the last two times I've been like to pick somebody up in TF Green, they fly through. Um, I think it was Southwest the first time, and then American the second time, and she was out in like like five minutes. Where was she flying in from? Miami. Boy, were her arms tired. She she almost missed her connecting flight. Nothing to Providence, Ken. Yeah, because they she had an hour delay in Miami, and then she had, and then her connecting flight left at nine oh three at night on Wednesday, mm-hmm. and she's like, I might miss my connecting flight from. Philadelphia to Providence. Yeah, things have, things, especially lately, the last three or four years, that the transportation is not as dependable. But the, but like she was saying, she rather she rather fly like at night than fly during the day, because hmm. it's less crowded at night compared to during the day. So, uh, what are the games on today? Uh, and are there any bowl games on today? I think there's like three or four of them. Yeah, now we'll be inundated with all these bowls. The, the even Fenway, there's a Fenway Park Bowl. There's, there's two NFL games today, too. Fenway Bowl. Yeah, there is. Celtic, Celtics play today at 3.30. Without Porzingis and... Against uh, against the Clippers. Without two stars, though, right? I think Porzingis is out. Tatum. And I, th- I think Tatum's out. Tatum Tatum had a nasty injury uh, against Golden State. I don't know. He he, sh- he should be he, sh- he should be resting for the Lakers on Christmas Day because that's who they play Christmas Day. They've been doing that. I, I think they played them recently on Christmas Day before, too. But here's a stat for you, Ken. I'm ready. Uh, since since the in-season tournament, how the Lakers won it, they're 1-6 coming off the in-season championship. Yeah, I, I I don't know what to think of them other than I, I think they're a little bit overrated. I, I think they're uh, – because you, know, you don't know what what type of version you're going to get from AD. You're not going to – you don't think – you don't know how what's, what's going to be the version of LeBron – He's getting up there in age, too. You know, I almost feel bad for the Buffalo Bills. Why? Well, almost. I Why? Because they got a pretty darn good team. Didn't they, and didn't, didn't they just whoop up on Dallas? They're playing, so, they're playing so good right now. But do you understand, right now, they're the ninth seed in the AFC. They are out of the playoffs. Who's, who's the number eight seed? Uh, you have on top, in front of them, even the Texans, the Colts, the Bengals, the Browns, and then you have your division leaders: Jaguars, Chiefs, Dolphins, and Ravens. So I mean, they are really so, so. The Colts, Colts, Bengals, and Browns are the last three to get in, right? Um, or the last four? Because who's the fifth seed? Fifth: Browns, Bengals, and Colts. And the Texans are on the bubble, and then followed by the Bills and the Steelers. Oh yeah, because you only get one. Uh, only one team gets a buy. That's right. I mean, I think because the way they're playing right now, I I think the Bills could beat anybody. But can they even get there after that terrible, you know, all these mishaps during the season, losing to the Patriots and a couple of other real I, flops? I, I don't. I don't think it was. And you can't put the blame on the offensive coordinator either, Ken. He. I mean, it, Josh Allen played pretty terribly. That, that was that was the team that that. 
their offense was the same as last year. He he made a lot of dumb. Yeah, he he looked like a young Josh Allen. And now, throwing, throwing and now he's playing. And now he's playing like lights out. Yep, he's running hard with bad intentions. I mean, he's. I mean, I'm. I would. He's a top five quarterback in the NFL. Yes, I would say. Right? But it, if I I think I think he's he's going to be looked at like why isn't why isn't this guy won a Super Bowl yet though? Who do you think gets the MVP? I, I would say it's somebody on San Fran. Um, but is it McCaffrey or the the uh, I think I sixth? If if I had to if I had to pick an MVP right now, Ken, it would be between uh, Brock Purdy, Purdy. and uh, McCaffrey because. That guy, McCaffrey, couldn't stay on the field two years ago. He was injured, injury prone, and he's running hard. Yeah, he's not shying away from anything. He's you can you can you can throw you can throw Debo Samuel in the MVP race because there is three guys there. Can I'm gonna tell you right now, before the year's over, mark my words, Matthew Stafford is going to be in the conversation. Yeah, that that team is playing. That team is playing well. They got two good wide right receivers now. Let's give it to him. He's a good coach. He's a good coach. I mean, they had their... McVay? Yep, they had to, um, you know, restock the whole team. It's a young team. Uh, certainly Matthew Stafford. He Matthew can, Stafford's... He can attest to that. He's, it, it he's, the, he's, the, he, he's the old guy on that team. Yeah, and, then and, you got, and the offensive line is really, like, not protected. I and mean, they're starting to. And so then they're you got Aaron better. Donald. Aaron, yeah. I mean, this is... I'm telling you, this is a team to watch out for. But I think Matthew Stafford is playing... Um, Really inspirational football. They're right in now. the playoff picture, right? You know, uh, I think they're. In, they, I think they're either the sixth they, or the seventh seed. They may they're the sixth seed at this time, so they, I think they need. Um, yeah, no, they're in. Yeah, they're in as of right now. Who's the fifth seed? This is weird. So they got um, Ken. I can't look at your screen because they got San Francisco as the one seed. The Cowboys as the two seed. This is. Um, the NFL. This is the NFL website. So San Fran. Oh, listen though, this is da- they have so San, Fran, San Fran, Dallas, Cowboys, and and then who's the number three? Four. Three is the Lions. Four is the Bucks. Five, five is Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Kim. Six the Rams. Seven the Vikings. And then on the bubble, Seattle, the Saints, and the Falcons. Who I, I don't have. Maybe Seattle could squeak it out over the Vikings. I, I don't know. I, I think because you got you got to see the. The, the division that Tampa Bay's in, you're, you're going to have either Tampa Bay, the Saints, or Atlanta as your division winner. Who do you like there? I'm taking Tampa Bay. I would say. Baker's Bake, like trying to, trying to play for a job, I think, next year. I, you know, I have, Seri- or, I have Sirius XM, and sometimes I'll listen to Boston Sports. And sometimes I listen to Mad Dog Sports is my favorite on the XM, right? But we had a guy in Boston say that New Orleans has a terrific defense. And then an hour later, I switch it, and the guy in New York from Mad Dog Sports is saying, New Orleans has a terrible defense. These guys, do they just throw stuff out there? Yeah, I think... I think, I think New Orleans has a pretty pretty good defense. They, if... If all their if it, if all their weapons are healthy on the offensive on paper or on I'm the right. offensive side of the ball, yeah. they can compete with anybody. But yeah. but you have you have Kamara that's hurt, usually hurt. My my opinion of Derek Carr has gone down a little bit. Yes, mine has too. Yeah, I mean he should have stayed with the Raiders. Well, he couldn't. They yeah, didn't, they didn't I, want him. I know they they didn't want him. I I just I thought he was going to be a little bit better than he ended up being as a veteran. Um, but 
It is what it is. Buffalo plays today, don't they? Buffalo's playing the Chargers today, and I don't think Hibbert is in the game. He's out for the season. No, he's out for the year. So they should cakewalk through that. Yes. I mean, that should be a 21-point game. Who's who's the first game today? Cincy, maybe? Buffalo's the second one. I think it's Cincy-Pittsburgh, isn't it? Yeah, which is kind of a typical, boring NFC North game at this point because you have lousy quarterbacking on both sides. The the game of the year... the game this week is the Monday night game. Which is? Baltimore-San Fran. That's right. And I'm going to tell you right now, I, I got Baltimore to win. That's that's the Monday night game, right? On the road. On the road, San Fran favored by five and a half. I like Baltimore to win that Ken, game. Ken, is, th- is there three games Monday? That's what I that's what I saw the other day. There is. One, four, thirty. On, Chris, on Christmas? One, four, yeah. thirty. One, four, thirty, and eight. Eight, fifteen. Eight, fifteen is the San Fran-Baltimore game. Yep. Woo! I got, uh, a lot, I got a lot of football to watch this weekend. Yeah, the two games today, you're right. And then three on Sunday, Christmas Eve. There's only... Oh, there's not three no, games no, on Sunday. No, it's much more. Christmas Eve, Ken? No, I'm sorry. I, it, it's separated because of an ad. Yeah, three, uh, one o'clock, four o'clock, and eight o'clock. Monday. Raiders, Kansas City, Giants, Eagles, and then, of course, the one everybody's going to want to watch. Both 11 and three, Ravens at San Fran. Is that... Is it, oh yeah, there is a Sunday night game because it's Denver and New England. Ugh. Although I, I gotta tell you, did you read Donnie Wahlberg's column today uh, in the Boston? No, Herald? I didn't. I didn't see it. Ken. Sticking up for Bill yeah. Belichick, good for him. I agree with everything he said. If you go to BostonHerald.com, Donnie Wahlberg appeals to Patriots Nation not to jump on Belichick and follow the lead of of the Boston sports writers. But but if you but if like, but if some fans jump on, like Ryan Dixon, by no, the way, no, I have not jumped on that bandwagon. You have called for change. Yes, it is. You're time. on the, you're it on the bandwagon. It is time for change, Ken. In here, mm. you got you got twenty one. We got six Super Bowls out of what twenty one years here. Who's gonna do a better job? I don't know. You you <laughs> see you Ken. You see you see in the NFL right now. Mm. Uh, teams are getting rid of their coaches midway. They say he can't draft. Right, how many coaches or general managers have drafted more Hall of Famers and f- certain future Hall of Famers than Bill Belichick? How many do you think? Zero. I think it's, uh, I bet you it's close. Zero. One. I'll one. Be, I'll bet you it's close. Ken, but he, I if if Belichick stays here, I think Kraft's going to be like, okay, you want to stay here as a head coach? You're going to be the head coach. No GM for you. He. He, we got to hire. He has, drafted, G- he has drafted five or six generational players. We got to hire GM here, Ken. You can't. You can't. You Do can't. you know who was mentioned um, as you, one of the five yeah, prospects? Your, your cousin. Yeah, a cousin of mine, Mike Borgonzi, who was in the front office of the Kansas City Chiefs, was mentioned as one of the five uh, potentials. I would much as much as I like. I said, I would, who's I would the, who's be the nice other? to have a family member in that kind of position. But I would certainly prefer Bill Belichick to get another shot here. He's going to have about $80 million in cap space. He's got all these nice high draft choices. And I think he's, another reason to keep him, I think he's likely to do what I would prefer to see, drop out of the second selection and get somebody else's, you know, six, eight, nine spot and swap with with, with additional second, third, and fourth round picks. Get, you know, six or seven in the top hundred. I think that sort of um, improves the team faster. This is a quick turnaround if it's done right. They're not that far off. Christian Barmore um, 
is the fourth highest rated defensive tackle in the league right now. He's having a terrific year. I knew he was going to be that guy. Who? Christian Barmore for the Patriots. Yeah. He's a he's a free agent. Yeah, and so you got to work on signing a few guys. You right? got to sign him. You got to resign. What's up with Judon? Is he is he here? He's signed, right? Yeah, I. Uh, Gonzalez and Judon, Judon, you don't have to worry about. They're, yeah, they're signed. Gonzalez, Judon, you don't have to worry about. You're going to have to worry about Bombo. You're going to have to worry about Kyle Duggar. Uche. I think Uche's out the door. I mean, too. That's just me. He's going to be a good player for a while. I think that guy, I think that guy White fits uh, the rookie from uh, Georgia Tech there. What about Jennings? You like him? Was it Georgia Tech? Yeah. Um, I, I see him as a Uche-type player. Yeah. And I like Jennings. If you if you can keep Jennings and Bentley in in the middle at a linebacking core, you got two studs right there. Yeah, man. yeah. Bentley's good. He's a good tackler. Yeah, dependable. But now now it's just what are we doing with our you, defensive back? So you need so you need offensive linemen. You need a quarterback. You need wide receivers. You need an edge an edge passer. Those are your greatest needs. This is a pretty good year to stink and have a high draft choice. Um, and, and the reason I say that because I don't think there's much of a difference between the number one quarterback prospect and the number six. I think you can do you, slide down, still get a, a franchise quarterback, and, and address other needs. Do you drop? Do you drop down from number two to like say like seven or eight? Ken? Yeah, I'd go that low. I wouldn't go much lower. Go to go get a go get an offensive lineman. Well, in the that's first. I have somebody in mind. I think Fashano from Penn State from Penn State, or, six foot six, three fifteen, very athletic. Well, I'll. Strong, from Notre Dame. strong. I mean, he's he's, you know, arguably the third pick in the draft, um, as far as the quality at position. Ken, every, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know if you if you've seen this this week. Um, a lot of the sports pundits are saying don't draft a quarterback, go yep. after go after a veteran free agent, because because before Kirk Cousins got hurt, he was the MVP in in the NFL this year. Lights out, but. He, like I, I always say about him, he's the best one o'clock quarterback in the league. When when it's a brighter lights feature game, not so much. Can he shake that? Maybe with Belichick. I don't. I'm, if Belichick's here, I think if you get somebody like that, you're looking for a quick fix, not a not a long term build. Yeah. I think you got to also though. I'm not saying don't get a franchise quarterback. Don't invest high in a quarterback. I'm just saying this is a year when you look at um, you know Caleb. Uh, Caleb Williams and Drake May, and then McCarthy in Michigan is only twenty. He's going to get better. Uh, they, they get high hopes for him. Um, Daniels from LSU, who's the Heisman Trophy winner. You get M- Michael Penix. You get Bo Nix. I mean, there's a lot of really yeah, you, good quarterbacks in this draft. Yeah, you got you got Caleb Williams. You got Drake May. You got Bo Nix. You got uh, Daniels. You got JJ McCarthy. I wish I said that. You got the guy from Florida State. Yeah, I think he's a great college player. I would, I wouldn't, I wouldn't give, I wouldn't give twenty five percent of ownership to anybody in that rookie class. Don't, and don't discount Sam Hartwell from Notre Dame. I think he's making a mistake opting out of the bowl to to prepare for the draft. I think he really needs to shine. I, I would have, if I was his agent, I'd say, no, you got to go in and throw for five touchdowns here. I mean, he he's an afterthought at this point. Who's, who's Notre Dame playing in a bowl game though, Ken? Uh. I forget. It's not. It's not that exciting, you know. And Notre Dame played their way out of an important yeah. bowl, but um, so Hartwell, I think, is making a mistake. Ewers from Texas is an interesting, um, interesting name too. I mean, I think he's going to be a good quarterback. So, 
it, it's one of these um, years where there's going to be a lot of depth at certain positions. Luckily for the Patriots, they're hapless this year, and they will have that second spot. Somebody's going to offer the moon for that second spot. Yes. I would take yes. it. I would take it. Like, but like, but like you, Ken, we don't even know. Wait, all right, so even those of you who are yelling right now, no, 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 you got to get a top quarterback. You got to get Marvin Harrison Jr. What if somebody offers you next year's first in the top four rounds this year at say the sixth or seventh spot? I mean, you got to grab that. Come on. Yeah, you 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 need to you need to address. Uh, we do we do we do need to address our uh, so many areas. Wide, wide receiving core because if you look at it, you, you have journeyman. You have journeyman. Juju Schuster. You have Devontae Parker that aren't doing anything Devante for us. Devontae Parker is on his last legs. Can the only the only wide receiver that we had that was actually doing stuff is Kendrick Bourne, but he got hurt. And then you got I, I do like Boutte. I do love I do like him. Douglas I like. But he can't stay on the field, Ken. Thornton. Bell, well, I, well first of all, he couldn't stay on the field originally because he stepped out of bounds on, some, on a close, you know. Yeah, but I think there's something else going on because play. he's been he's been in, inactive the last six weeks. Yeah, I'm not sure they're very happy with him at this point. I think he's got a lot of potential, right? Douglas has proven he's the next uh, Jacoby Myers uh, inside guy, maybe uh, Edelman kind of Maybe not as epic, but um, so you address the outside. Parker's too old. Uh, Juju Smith was a mistake, right? So Belichick has never had a great eye for wide receivers. Then, that is a fact. And then I give I give Bel I I give Belichick a lot of a lot of crap for drafting Thornton. Thornton's a bust. Except well, let's let's Thornton's a bust. Let me yeah. walk that back. Except for the t the year two thousand seven when he signed Wes Welker and Randy Moss. That was that wasn't bad. Yeah, but <laughs> and and, uh, but. and what's his name from from the Eagles. The third wide receiver. Uh, I'm trying to think of his name. Begin with a D. Devon, uh, Dante Stallworth? I thought he was very good as a third receiver. Yeah. Physical guy. But, but. Reminded me of uh, Corderell Patterson. Yeah, but look at look at the draft that uh, when Belichick drafts uh, wide receivers, you had Bethel Johnson. Oh, terrible. Chad, Nikhil Harry. Chad Jackson. Chad Jackson. You know, he's, like I said, he's, he's had a terrible life for receivers. Uh, Thornton's one of them, again. And he's tried to supplement. He's tried to uh, overcome that by bringing in proven veterans, Chad Johnson, Reggie Wayne. They couldn't get the system. Uh, Joey um, from the uh, the speedster from Ohio State to play with the Cowboys. Joey Galloway. Joey Galloway. Yeah, they they couldn't figure we out had, how to play um, here. Uh, Brandon Cooks. Bra we had. Brandon. I, I would have kept him. I would have. Uh, Brandon Cooks. I, I think. Look, he's still good. Yeah, he's playing in the Cowboys. We had we had we had Brandon Cooks. We had the guy from. Uh, He's do he's doing he's doing uh well for Baltimore this year. I'm trying to remember his name. Aguilar. Nelson Aguilar. We had him. I not not a fan. Yeah, but he's doing he's, he's not, doing things for Baltimore this he's year. He's not dependable. I mean he comes in sporadically, that's the best you can hope for him, third, fourth receiver at best. I, I just don't you don't want to bank on him. He's a number two wide receiver, Ken. Come on. No, sir. Yes, Zay, Zay Flowers and Bateman. And Beck and Beckham. Don't yes, he's the fourth. Yes. Thanks, Ryan. But they line him up as a as their number three wide receiver. Bateman's number four, buddy. No, sir. We'll yes. be back. Yes. I'm going to look at the depth chart when we come back. Go right ahead. <laughs> Go right ahead.
WBSM and W258DR New Bedford. New Bedford's News Talk Station, 1420 AM and 99.5 FM. WBSM, a town square media station.